But this morning, Richie Knight back with us. Richie Knight, thanks for your time this morning. Hey, Tim. Thanks for having me. Uh, this business about being the only guy in the race who's signed the front of a paycheck and knows what it is to keep the lights on in a business. First of all, talk about the business. What is it? Uh, I own a marketing agency downtown called HW Creative Marketing. We've been in business for about eight years now. All right. Uh, and what do you folks do? Marketing, obviously. What, what does that mean? <clears throat> what does it look like when you're doing it? Yeah, we mostly work uh, with software companies. So we're kind of more on the sales side. We help uh, our customers attain new clients and and uh, work through that process. How many folks on staff? Um, I've got about, it fluctuates anywhere between 8 and 12, full-time and part-time. So the, the very definition of a small business. Uh, let's start there. Let's talk about the business climate in Athens, specifically the small business climate. Listen, everybody's dealing with challenges, and, and the big folks, the big boxes, some of them come, some of them go. But the small business folks, a lot of them still trying to make it here, some of them downtown, some of them elsewhere around town. What, if anything, is the role of local government making their lives better? Making it better, I mean, is, is a good question. I, you know, we've got a very disjointed, unconnected business community in Athens, and it's been that way, you know, for the near decade that I've been here. Um, we don't have much of a community where businesses really work together. Um, we've got a chamber of commerce that has really been disengaged. Um, and when it comes to local government, I think our economic development department has done a great job at focusing on the larger fish to bring in. But as far as supporting small and mid-sized businesses, there's not a lot in place um, to, to make sure that, that everything stays afloat. So you came out earlier this week. Today's the 15th. Of yesterday you came out with this. Uh, you're coming out with an actual policy proposal here. We don't get many of those on this end of town, so let's, let's look at this <laughs> one. Uh, you're proposing, uh, you, the two entities you just mentioned, you want to merge the Athens-Clark County Economic Development Department with the Athens area chamber of commerce i let you talk about why you want to do that but let me present what i think is a challenge here first of all uh aren't those i mean the chamber of commerce privately funded privately operated there may be if there is some measure of county money in it i'm not aware of it on the other hand the economic development department is an arm of the athens clark county government uh, it would be like oh i don't know merging a school lunchroom with burger king how do you do that <laughs> yeah well it's it's actually we're athens is the anomaly it's very uncommon to not have a chamber of commerce that has economic development underneath its wing Honestly, when you strip economic development out of out from underneath a chamber of commerce, you really don't give the chamber much of a backbone. Um, there's really not a reason for its existence. Um, at this point, the chamber just turns into a glorified networking organization. For a chamber of commerce to be effective and for an economic development department to be effective, you have to have a joined business community with economic and recruitment um, happening, you know, in tandem. And right now, those two things have kind of just been coexisting and haven't really brought us much success. Okay, so in terms of implementing this, were you to be elected mayor? I mean, you can't wave a wand and have it happen. We'd have to have some commission buy-in. And I suppose at the end of the day, we'd have to have the chamber buy-in. Because again, that's a private entity. How would you go about making this happen? Yeah, you know, now's a, a great time at the chamber. We're going through some transition uh, with Doc Eldridge, who was our president for over a decade taking a, a job elsewhere. Um, so the chamber is starting a search for a new president. And a lot of the folks interested in the job that I've talked to outside of Athens are coming from chambers that have economic development in place. And it worries them of stepping into an organization where they don't have um, 
the ability to, to really provide um, for the community like they can in, in their respective communities. Again, Richie Knight, candidate for mayor of Athens. So let's assume, that just for the sake of the discussion, assume something like this happens, that you merge these two entities somehow. Uh, again, a, a private entity, the Chamber of Commerce, that would be under the thumb, if that's the right way to say it, under the jurisdiction now of an athens Clark County government. How do you foresee that operating? Yeah, so typically in other communities, the way this works is economic development as a line item budget um, or line item in the budget that would go straight to the Chamber of Commerce. And you typically have a president of the Chamber of Commerce who's also a director of economic development or, or something to that degree. You know, I've um, I spent the past year visiting really aspiring communities like Greenville and Chattanooga, both of which, I mean, when you compare us um, side by side, the one huge element missing is just an engaged chamber of commerce that's able to actually do something and, and has real meaning and weight behind it. And right now, as it stands, just a small membership base um, isn't really doing the business community nor the community at large much good. Um, and I start to wonder, you know, why do we keep um, why do we keep asking businesses to contribute and getting in, engaged when we're not getting the benefit out of it um, that we see in other communities? Right, the, the, the two-pronged mission, if you will. You tell me where you see if there's anything else there, any place else to go here, Richie Knight, candidate from here. There are two things I would want from an entity like this, uh, be it the chamber or the economic development department, both or, or one if they're merged. At some point, I would want two things. I would want attention to existing businesses. I want somebody to go down to City Hall on Tuesday night, speak up for me. And I'd want somebody as a member of the community at large who is out there playing a recruiting role. You see it that way? Exactly. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. You know, by by having those two entities together, you're really able um, to not just focus on the big fish and recruiting larger employers like our economic development department has now. You're also able to help support existing business and industry with more resources and programming. And that's the area where the chamber would be able to kind of fill that void. Um, so by merging these two efforts, we're really just going to be a, a lot more successful. At the end of the day, a Chamber of Commerce was created to be the local lobbying body for small business. Um, and as it stands, business community doesn't have a voice at City Hall or, or just in the community in general. Um, and it's, it's definitely time if we want to continue to grow our community, if we want to bring in high quality jobs and develop the workforce, all major issues that all candidates are talking about right now, um, we, we've got to have these tools in our toolbox. Uh, would such an entity, because I always like to point this out, uh, the, the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce, people always overlook that word area, the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce. What if the business comes in here, flies in here, looks around, this is a wonderful place, want to raise my kids here, want to run my business here. Uh, yeah, I want to put it over there though, on the O'Connor County side of the river. Is that going to be a problem for something called the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce? I mean, as it stands right now, um, Oconee County has a Chamber of Commerce and Athens has a Chamber of Commerce. They have economic development. We have economic development. It's totally split. Um, I don't see why there can't be an opportunity for more regional uh, involvement. We're certainly all going to need each other in the next two decades when you start thinking about natural resources like water. Um, it's it's definitely time that we start to look at regional collaboration and how do we prioritize it more. But I believe our 
our chamber would certainly be focused on athens clark county especially if we had a line item in our local government's budget to support that now, perfect example of what you and i are probably both talking about a little outfit called caterpillar <laughs> exactly that, that came in here and it literally uh, sits on the county line what was that the task force on economic mobility what whose task force what is this yeah so athens is a part of a cohort of cities uh, represented in the network for southern economic mobility um, and the uh City Manager Blaine Williams put together a really well-rounded task force of um, UGA, nonprofit, government, education, and private sector folks. And for the past two years, we've really just been focusing on what does it take um, to help break this cycle of poverty, especially when we're looking at um, economic mobility. What, by the way, I, I, I don't know what that means, economic mobility. What does that mean? The ability to move from one end of the ladder to the other. Um, in Athens... Uh, I can do that easily. I can fall a lot faster than I can climb, <laughs> but yeah, I can get down that ladder right. pretty quickly. In, in Athens, statistically, if you're born into the lowest quintile, mm-hmm. so the poorest of the poor, you have a 1% chance to ever reach the middle or high quintile. Um, and, and that's statistically proven. Um, the South has the worst economic mobility in the nation. And a lot of light has been shown on cities like Charlotte, who had the worst, and Atlanta was, was shortly thereafter. Uh, historically, we've had low wages. You know, in the South is where a lot of manufacturing has moved, mostly because we pay people the lowest. We don't have unions in place. There's a lot of elements that play into that. No, um, that's that rising tide lifting all boats argument. Uh, Hollywood is here for exactly the same reasons. Correct. Making all those movies here in Georgia, they don't have to fight the unions. Correct. And it's one of the reasons Caterpillar came to Athens. They could have gone to Illinois where their headquarters are. Now, nah, let's go to Georgia. They don't have to go dopey unions down and, there. And is that enabling the problem, you know, or, or, or helping? You know, that's the this part that we as Southerners really have to figure out. Um, you know, when I met with the mayor of Chattanooga this summer, um, he, he said the South can no longer be known as a place of low-waged, uneducated people. Um, we're much better than that. And that's, you know, definitely stuck with me since then. And I think to get us out of the situation we're in, we have to bring in higher quality jobs. Um, We have to prepare our kids at a much younger age and expose them at a much younger age to what industry is here. You know, let's stop educating for college and start Mm. educating for career and life. You know, that's that's a role, obviously, for the school board uh, and those folks, plenty of folks out there running for seats on the school board. How do you bridge that gap? You, you're going to be the mayor or you want to be the mayor. Uh, what do you do to involve yourself with the local educational system? OK, here's here's a scenario. Last year, Caterpillar had to hire 900 people to fill 300 jobs, 900 people to fill 300 jobs. You know, the attrition rate is that bad. So at what point does our community, our local government, and especially our leader acknowledge we have a workforce problem? And well, we had the issue, I remember some years ago, and I've forgotten now the firm, maybe you remember. It was some pharmaceutical firm that was shopping around for a place to come, and they looked at Athens. We love Athens, a lot of good stuff there. In fact, they looked at the Orkin track, if memory serves. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing they said, and they publicly said this when they said we're going someplace else. I forget where, Charlotte or someplace. We're going someplace else because we don't see a workforce down there. I mean, we publicly, they publicly told us why they weren't coming here. Now, I was under the impression that we'd improved things, working with the technical college system and others uh, since, that we'd made things better over the past decade or so. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't feel like we're anywhere close um, to where things need to be. I think it takes a leader to acknowledge we've got a crisis on our hands, and if we want major employers to start fleeing rapidly, you know, we want to stop that. We've got to put 
measures in place now to show them we're supporting our school system, we're supporting um, our potential workforce, and that is the job of local government. I mean, we've got to assure that we've got people willing and ready to work. Um, you know, we're statistically very, uh, you know, our unemployment rate, I know you talked about it last week with one of the, the candidates that came in. It's extremely low. It's sure. the lowest in the state. Yeah. But our underemployment rate, um, is the opposite. But if you really underemployment de- defined as you know, as people who are having you know multiple jobs mm-hmm. um, and are working way more for way less. Um, and it, if you start to break down that unemployment rate, which is really hard, that data isn't really readily accessible. We have very high spikes uh, when you look at specifically African American males that fit within that you know twenty to thirty five range. It's very high unemployment rate or when you start to break it down of um, you know our pockets of the community that have low-income residents the unemployment rate is very high um, the good numbers just help balance the bad numbers and and give us a good average um, I think we've got to start taking a deeper dive into where are the people that actually need help the most and how are we supporting them uh, Richie Knight, again, so what's the role, because you're not running for school board, you're running for mayor, I work with an Athens Clark County Commission, what would you have the county commission do, the local government do on that front? I'd love to see us put together a skills gap commission um, and, and convene educators, private industry, um, as well as those in, in the public sector and start to focus on what are the skills that our employers need and how can we best ensure that we're teaching our kids this at the youngest of ages. You know, at Caterpillar, you have to, you know, I keep using them as an example because they're the easiest one. Um, You don't even have to have a GED to get an entry-level job there. Um, You just have to pass an eighth-grade skills test and a drug test, and it would blow your mind to see the thousands of people who aren't able to even do that. Um, and so that's got to be alarming to our local government. And that also has to communicate. One arm has to talk to the other. We're out trying to attract more manufacturers, yet our existing ones are begging for employees. So, you know, I suppose we get Richie Knight with us. I suppose we, if we want to, we can blame the school system for the fact that we got a lot of kids who can't, or a lot of workers, a lot of adults who can't pass an eighth grade skill test, but not even the school system is responsible for the fact that they can't pass a drug test. That's At some point, that's on the worker, right? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's on the community. We've, we've got a drug problem that no one wants to talk about. Um, we've got opioid issues here, just like the rest of the nation seeing, and we've got we've got drugs that um, we've got to change. Our employers are like knocking and begging for us to acknowledge that and find a way to you know put that solution in place. Well, at least one of the three candidates for mayor and I segue there. Kelly Gertzen here earlier this week says, "Okay, let's let's address this issue of marijuana specifically, and let us look at doing what other communities are doing." Who was it in here? Tim Denson running for county commission yesterday, saying the same thing. All about what would effectively be the decriminalization of marijuana, the these mm-hmm. fines as opposed to arrest for small possessions. Where are you on that? Yeah, I don't really look at it as a decriminalization yet. I think that's a state and federal issue. I look at it as lessening the penalty. Um, I support the same efforts that Atlanta did um, not that long ago. Uh, now, how does that then square with Caterpillar, who wants you to be able to pee in a jar to get a job? There are going to be still employers in this town. So deep Lessening the penalty, what that's doing is there's kind of two unrelated things in that lessening the penalty 
is just going to allow us to stop putting so many people in jail or having that mandatory jail time. It'll allow us to write a $75 ticket versus taking someone straight to jail. For but the jail, I mean, one of the arguments for jail is a disincentive to smoke pot and, and thus to be able to go out to Caterpillar and pass a drug test. And if we're going to lower the disincentive, if we're going to incentivize effectively smoking marijuana, the hassle for smoking marijuana is not going to be nearly as steep as it was before because we're only going to give you a fine. We're not going to throw you in jail. We're not going to wreck your life. How does that square with trying to get more people to be able to pass a drug test at Caterpillar? At the, at both, I mean, there's both economic issues. One, we've got to start saving money and stop um, putting so much towards putting people in jail. I mean, that's a major chunk of our budget. Um, but at the same time, if we're able to lessen that amount there, could we start putting more into education and more into community programs to help pre- start preventing some of this um, because it's, we don't have any of that in place right now. Uh, Richie Knight, candidate for mayor. Quickly, the issue of, of services to uh, the, shall we say, the, the outlying parts of Athens-Clark County, the whole general services versus central service district argument, the folks who still don't have sewer who might want it, the issues with septic tanks, really on the whole infrastructure issue. Yeah, I've heard my opponents you know, talk on this issue, and they say they don't hear this as often. I hear it constantly. You know, it's about the only types of comments I get hmm. on social media and other places. And um, I wholeheartedly agree with them. And especially on the east side, if we want to start to get some of this empty land and areas available for development, I mean, we've got to have the basic necessities there. We can't expect a big industry to just come in and lay water and sewer and look compare us to another county that already has that in place of course they're always going to go somewhere else Um, and on a personal level i mean septic tanks that's got to be the way of the past environmentally you know you hit that 30-year mark on a septic tank and you're the what you start opening yourself up to is is unacceptable cholera Um, i mean mean, seriously i mean you could really begin to have some serious problems in some of these communities out there and and, and a lot of these places are as you point out reaching that that 30-year mark quickly our richie knight candidate for mayor where do we find you online uh richieforathens.com